oh my gosh, it feels so good to be back and like <laughs> recording per usual and allowing my mind to explore um, the creation process. And it's been a little bit different for the last couple of weeks. I totally understand. Um, but it feels so great. I love expressing in this way. It 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 is the lifeblood of of all the things that fuel what I'm doing. So um, just excited to be back today. We're talking about a willingness to explore and take things out of the abstract and, and out of the the words and putting them into motion and the trust in that curiosity and the willingness to follow through open doors is really what what I believe makes a movement to the alignment path of life for us. And this one's really hard because that's where the judgment comes in. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. And when we have to explain that to people, it's like so much harder and so much scarier because there's judgment there, right? There's, there's a lot of weight there and it's, it is scary and getting out of there is tough, but those who do find where they're supposed to go. I truly believe it. Let's go. Welcome to the death of a dream podcast where we do dreams and finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the death of a dream becomes and rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack. And we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. I haven't had the chance to ground myself in greatness in so very, very long and I am very, very excited to be back to like regularly scheduled recording and a ton of catch-ups and, and all the things had to happen because this is what happens when you give yourself 
a break. And I really committed to that. I was like, listen, we'll pre-record at some points. We just got behind because I got sick. And then even when I was sick, it's like, well, then we came back right into a a holiday. (laughs) Listen, life, right? And no matter how hard we attempt to be consistent, sometimes more importantly, we are present. And for me, presence above all else, because that is what was missing from my life before. I was missing. And sprinting into this season of life presented me with the challenge of, do we go back to that hustle grind blindness, or do we continue pushing for our own presence and figure out a way to Yeah, bring the dream to life, but not at the cost of ourself, myself, and my ability to live and be in my life. Most importantly, it's balanced and it's beautiful. And so (laughs) that's, that's where we are, friends. And now we're all caught up and I will continue to review the book. Um, But gosh, I just couldn't like not get back to this, this work because life has been happening while I have been away and been present. And the result of life happening is Hannah continuing to learn and and have conversations and continuing to push and grow myself. The evolution of a human is never done. And this podcast is tracking that evolution. And so I have evolved greatly in the last two weeks, in the last two days, in the last two minutes, haven't we all? And so I can't help but be back to this recording in real time because it's just the lifeblood of what continues to drive me forward. And so here we are. So my great thing, um, really, yes, has been pushing for presence, but also pushing and pursuing this path, you know, exactly where we're headed. And I think for me, I love that. I can do that, that I have created this world where both things can happen. We just got off of discussing the the burnout chapter of my life, end of the book, and to not force myself back into that place where I'm setting myself up to lack presence and existence in my life is extremely important. And I think given the world that we live in, and especially the world of startup culture, that's what's promised. Like you're just never going to sleep. Elon Musk doesn't sleep and he doesn't leave the compound and he's doing all these things. And that's what a successful entrepreneur is. And I believe that too, but I also believe that like, I'm not building rockets to space. And I'm not, I don't have multiple government contracts worth multi-million dollars. Like I'm trying to help people replace their 
incomes with a business if that's what they so desire. I'm also trying to help people connect with their communities and make money off of something that they get excited to make. That's it. Really not all that crazy. It's really not. Loving this life too much. And so I'm not really willing to to sleep in the compound and never see my family because that's not really what I'm after or what's being asked of me. And I'm not in a phase where that's even possible. And I don't have to scale my business to that place in order to be successful either. Like right where we are right now is where we're supposed to be. And as it's supposed to continue to grow and scale, those doors will open. It's nothing that I have to force. And I think about midway through this journey of opening this business, I, I really was like, okay, this is what it takes. I had sort of surrendered back to that old mindset. And we have to keep in mind that when we're stressed or when we're being put under pressure like that, we sort of default back to what we know best. And I know best, work hard, and you will be successful. And work hard is true, but also work smart and also make intelligent decisions for your business. Don't just sprint so fast and so hard to just find success. Like it, it, it doesn't always work. And, you know, being able to sit back and really reflect on that and, and realize that I've just kind of defaulted to old narratives, but I had a lot of things up against me in that time. And so it's okay. It's okay. We do that. And, you know, just realizing that most importantly, I want to build a business that represents what I believe in. And I believe in balance and presence and the importance of really being able to, to listen to people and sit with them and see them fully and see what's hurting and, and provide solutions that help. And, you know, this is, this is human. Building a business is human. It happens with humans. We don't have to be robots. And I was sort of like, no, 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 robot. Robot is what I know. Work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard. Equal success. Work hard, equal success. <laughs> that was a pretty good robot. <laughs> Dang it. And I just, you know, my great thing is continuing to build this, but to be building it in a way that's sustainable for, for me and who I want to be in this life. I don't want to be known as the person who sacrificed everything to, to get where they were going. Like, I want to be the person who, yeah, 
sacrificed a lot, did a lot, but, but made an impact, made a difference. And whether that's a difference just in the town that I'm in, whether that's a difference across the globe, some of my mentors who say the nicest things to me and I truly believe are not just blowing smoke. Like this can impact more than just here. But in order for it to do that, we have to be intentional about how just here is being built. And in my default method, methodology, I had gotten to a place where I was going to build something that was not going to be sustainable. And that would have put people who followed my lead in that same mentality. Work hard. Well, if you really wanted it, you'd just show up and you'd work harder than anyone else. And it's like, yeah, that's true. And how am I positioning them, setting them up for success so they aren't sacrificing everything that they had to make this work too? Because to me, it doesn't work if it doesn't provide balance with life. If I can't build something that gives people that, then let's not build it. So that's my great thing, like continuing to focus and find how this needs to be built and, and pushing back on some of those philosophies and mindsets that really held me back in past lives and, and always have the opportunity to hold you back. Like these things are deep rooted. I understood at 12 that if I worked hard, I would be successful. I understood at 35, no, I'm 34. <laughs> I understood at 34. That's not always the equation that works out. And it's not that I don't value hard work because I absolutely do. It's just that that's not the only thing that matters about my existence. And from seventh grade, probably until 34, I truly believed that that was all that mattered about me and who I was. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. Part of these great things leads to conversations that I have with people all the time, because guess what? Hey, my name is Hannah Nuss. Ah, I run a shop that expands local brands to build main streets, right? Create ecosystems that are thriving and beautiful and amazing, right? Like create something that's different everywhere. Not just the same carbon copy. Here's the strip mall. Here's the things. Here's the target. This is what it looks like in every city that we have like 
build something that has character and it's beautiful. And how do we do that? Well, it's, it looks different everywhere, right? But we know that this model makes sense and here's how and here's why and let's go. So <laughs> I part of that means that I meet with a lot of people who are chasing their dreams, right? Trying to build their dream business or, or trying to add some beauty to their life by creating art and then allowing humans to see it and interact with it and, and experience it. And gosh, could there be a better thing for someone who just loves to help people dream? No, there couldn't be certain. Uh, and so when I'm talking with these people, yeah, we're talking about their business, but really we're talking about their life. And what they want to do with their life. And so I'll constantly be asking that question like, well, if everything fell into place, what does this look like? What do you really want? Like in the grand scheme of how your life plays out, what does it look like? What are you doing? And how does this play into that? And the answer to that question is always complicated and usually kind of masked, right? Because we're not going to unveil our entire hearts to just anyone. We, we work down the mask over time. But mostly, I hear the most beautiful dreams that people have. And it usually is followed up with, well, I couldn't. I couldn't have her. Yeah, that'd be great, but all the things, right? And I think the people who are willing to experiment with what that looks like usually end up getting the things that they want. It's just that crossover from I'm willing to say this out loud but am I willing to actually go do it? Do I even know if it's something that I want? And if you're willing to continue down what I know as the phases of life, if you're willing to continue down and start that experimental phase, we got to see what holds weight. We got to see which spaghetti noodle sticks to the wall, y'all. And so as I'm having these conversations, people get really frustrated in this part because it looks a lot like this. Hey, I'm really excited. I'm going to go do this thing. Oh, shoot. I didn't know. I'm not interested in doing that anymore. <laughs> so let me move on. Hey, I'm going to go do this thing now. Oh, shoot. I don't know if it's that thing, that door closed, that didn't happen, that didn't play out the way that I wanted it to. Oh, shoot, now I look stupid. And then we get sort of wrapped up in the now I look stupid phase. I'm not going to keep experimenting because I'm afraid of what people are thinking. And it's hard to relieve yourself of that pressure. Like, whoa, what's everybody thinking? You know, as I had openly launched about four businesses, <laughs> I'm very unsuccessfully, <laughs> I began to realize, uh, maybe I shouldn't be calling my shot so boldly. And I remember one of my friends 
lovingly sending me something at one point, like, hey, just, you don't have to tell everybody what you're doing. You can just do it and be sort of silently successful. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I kind of have to, right? Because I kind of need people to invest or buy in or, or give me email lists or, or something like I, I do need people. So I can't just like, I'm going to be successful, but not post anything anywhere or not, um, try, try to get customers. Like I'm going to have to be social about it. Right. At some point, if I'm building something sort of on my own and I think, you know, Calling your shot is is exhausting, probably especially for the people who love you most. They're like, oh, sweetheart, just um, maybe just don't tell people until you're successful, right? And yeah, but you sort of have to, especially if you're sort of trying to build something. It's like the unfortunate part. There, there is no... I'll tell people about it once I get there. Like, how do you get there if you're not sharing what you're doing? Well, it's probably going to be pretty dang hard. And so (laughs) one of the, I feel like, most complicated parts of this journey is the fact that you're going to have to live this part out loud. You just are. This experimental phase you're going to, you're going to have to tell people. And maybe some people would, would say, no, you don't, you don't have to, you can keep it all to yourself. And, and there are probably some journeys where you can absolutely, but some of them require participation. And if it requires participation, you're going to have to tell somebody. And that means you might do some things that don't end up panning out and they are vital in the evolution of yourself as a human. So we can't just like not have failed at that, not have taken that hit, not have taken that loss. We can't just skip that part of the story. We can't skip this part of experimentation. Because it is what's building us to the bigger thing. It is what's building us inevitably in our willingness to to go do the thing, to buy all in, to put all of our um, chips in the center. Is that like a poker thing? I don't... Right, but like, we're going all in. Cards to the middle. And everybody's looking at you like, yeah, we know you went all in on the last four things and you had all aces. I don't know what's a good or bad hand, right? But like you called your shot before you're sort of good at crying wolf of the ideas that you have. Are you sure that this one is going to stick? And the response can simply be, I don't know. But most importantly, your willingness to authentically chase something that excites you is what's going to help you understand what's worth pursuing. Period. 
if you go in with this heart of like, well, I've kind of done some things and I don't know if this one will stick and I don't know if this is any good. Well, you're going to be going with a lesser percentage and it will show. And it may not stick because you may not find success because of course you're not going to find success because you're only going at it 25%. I mean, it's crazy, but it is near impossible to survive this phase, continuing to buy into what other people will think about you doing this thing. I just had to let that one sink in a little bit. You have to just do the thing. Full heart. And if you get burnt there, there's there's something that the world was just trying to burn off of you. You know, I feel like so often the times that I got burnt were the times that I was buying more into someone else's version of what I wanted to do than I was willing to buy in to my own. And the burns were necessary because they made me start to realize that I was trusting someone else with my gift instead of myself. And what beautiful things could I create if I had just allowed myself to trust my own creative process? And we are meant to be creative with our lives. We are meant to create a beautiful world that we believe in. We just are. And sometimes we want to hurry that timeline up and we want to rush through this part of experimentation and understanding. Absolutely. Like, no. Well, what I have found in my five years of sort of tracking the progress of creating a life that you love is that The doors are always opening where you're supposed to be in your journey. And you don't have to fear where it's going to lead you next. The doors will open where you are meant to go, even the painful doors. Even the the ones that you're like, this is a for sure thing. And then all of a sudden they just slam on you and you're going, well, I shouldn't have gone through the, no, you should have gone through that door, that door open. And those doors will stay open. And when they are meant to come to a close, sometimes they slam. It's just the reality. They're like, nope, you are not supposed to be here. And a lot of times we're the ones that are creating the slams, you know, (laughs) like I knew that I was not feeling called to stay in careers, to stay in coaching, to do those things. I knew it was time to go. And I was like, no, but I can't imagine my life any other way. So I'm not really willing to explore anything else. I'm going to just stay right here. And it was like, no, we told you the door is closing too bad. You want to stay here? Not a freaking chance. And so not only will the doors open, you don't really even have to make decisions. The doors will close when they're ready to close. When it's time for you to leave, you'll know if you're paying attention. You'll know because the pain starts to become unbearable if you're not listening. The door is closing literally on you. 
and you're still trying to stay there. And so there is no worry when you're exploring this phase because you'll know. And it is meant to open, explore, open, explore, close, open, explore, close, open, explore, keep open, explore something new, keep that one open too, explore something new, close, explore, continue whatever you're doing, open, close, all the things like it's, it's fluid. It's, it's meant for what it is. It's meant for creativity. What do you even know about the things that you are speaking to? Do you even know that you would like that? Do you even know, or are you just saying words? Because a lot of times we like to just get stuck in the, the word phase, but there is no energy in those words. There is really no weight for the universe to grab onto. And so it's really free and easy to stay stuck in the words of impossibility or possibility, either or. Oh, yeah, I would love to do that, but I just, I never could. Well, you, you could, you know, and I was meeting with someone and we're talking and they're just saying like, yeah, I'm sure that people are just like, what are you doing? What's going on? Why would you do that? Or where's that going to lead? And I don't really know where it's going to lead. And I have a lot of ideas and I should probably pin them down. I'm like, no. You should probably just keep walking through doors that are opening and trying on different things that fit until something fits. Until the door is so open, it's obnoxious. And you couldn't turn away from the opportunity if you tried. And I love helping people through this, not because like, oh, Hannah is some scholar in life phases. No, I can just speak to my experience. Doors were constantly opening. Ideas were constantly flowing. And it was like, I understand that ideas are abundant and that whenever I get in alignment, everything will just flow. And so I'm willing to just keep testing and trying and, and, trying and and walking through doors and not understanding why a door closed, just understanding that it closed and that we just keep moving and not understanding why this didn't work out or it did. We just, it didn't or it did. And we just keep moving. And there really is no attachment to any possibility. We're just continuing to follow possibility and prosperity and opportunity. And when you get on that sort of energetic highway, a lot of things change and shift and you understand that this isn't. All of these things, all of these, if you are finally willing to experiment, I don't know, take a class, um, you know, try, try to make a thing, try to do something, take it out of words and into action. Do, do something, do anything in relation to what you're talking about and see if the doors open. Doors will not open for words. They will open for work. What 
are you energetically willing to put into the things that you say that you want? Because leaving it in the abstract, leaving it in the unknown, leaving it in the impossible makes it rather easy. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. Could never happen. And those words are easier than how do I make it happen? Every time. And most people, as I was telling um, one of my brand owners, most people aren't willing to explore because words are easier. So you're doing it. And even if it feels like people are, are questioning what you're doing or how you're doing or why you're doing what you're doing, you're doing more than most. So keep going. Most people won't freely explore to understand what comes next in their life. Most people are too attached to what other people think to explore what comes next. So if you're willing to jump off, if you're willing to explore not tied to expectations or people's understanding, you will probably get to a place of alignment. But it's not easy. Words are much easier. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world, changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world.